I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 10, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is furious. The AFL has renamed Etihad Stadium Marvel Stadium. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, g'day, Michael. Uh, I furious, disappointed. What what's let me down? Okay, so they're, they're renaming the stadium, and that that was always going to happen. Etihad's contracted run out. They were looking for someone else. Now I'd been doing a lot of uh, back dealings behind the scenes that people weren't aware of, and I'm a little bit. I felt a little bit let down. By the AFL, they knew that I'd put a lot of research. In. Basically, what I want to say is, uh, I wanted to read. I was willing and dealing. I wanted to call the stadium Red Tube Stadium. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, now I'd put in. Be nice and change. I don't think this was appreciated. Nice change, refreshing change. A, a refreshing change. I'd put in thousands and thousands of hours of research <laughs> into this. I'd watched millions of videos just to know you are committed that. I want to know my product. <laughs> I searched every category yep. and made sure that every one of them was suitable for AFL uh, football and to sponsor a stadium. Who wouldn't want to go down to Red Tube Stadium? Absolutely. And I, I think it's quite beautiful because, you know, you're doing the research because you wanted to make sure that uh, if there happened to be a stepsister of any type at the venue, you knew, you know, what made her tick, how, to, how she enjoyed oh. the game. If there really happened to be any kind of grandmas there who... who and, yep. also, and you especially kept an eye out for the barely legal teens, which I admire you for that. Well, I mean, Ozkick's probably a little bit young, but if you can, <laughs> if you can bump the... If you, if you know that they're barely legal, but they are legal... Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the bottom line. They're, they're very, very legal. Um, and I thought, if, if you won the tots, who wouldn't want to kick to the milf end? <laughs> You know, it's little things like that that I was bringing to the game that I don't think the <laughs> AFL truly appreciated. Now, at halftime, we've spoken at length. Hey, why don't why, instead of the Milf end, Adam, why don't we just call it the Mrs. Rosenbach's end? Hey, how about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah, only only you and and Dad think that. Um, <laughs> we've spoken at length about Bongo Cam and how that kind of uh, uh, what do you call it? Audience interaction is just not working. But if you had. The halftime bukkake. Okay. So, <laughs> so the the camera the camera goes round and looks okay. finds you. It finds you in the crowd, and then you got to pretend like, oh, look at <laughs> and me. And they put like animated, animated penises on the on the big screen. <laughs> yes, and you are lucky enough to get showered in oh, you know fuck, whatever what, happens. Two minutes in. <laughs> in these videos, and also, okay, here's another little mate. I've put some thought into this. I tell you what, the footy record would be different, wouldn't it? it only footy record with a centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> With a seal, what, Daddy? Seal why is it? Why is it in? Pla- why is it in plastic? Uh, you'll you'll learn in time, son. You'll learn in time. What about you? Go to the medallion club, right? It's one of the better parts of the ground. Mm-hmm. You put you put your medallion in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Lights go down at half time. It's a fucking orgy. Um, and also, also, let's not forget they uh, they are talking about uh, a Marvel shop. At the game, oh, selling a whole go. bunch of Marvel products. So imagine the yeah. Red Tube shop, though. That'd be off the charts, mate. If you could get an AFL approved, if you can get your butt plug in club colours, oh, dude. I mean, they're missing out of the market, aren't they? Yeah, who wouldn't want? If you could get, uh, say, you know, for you, for example, I know what you're into. If you could get a Hawthorne uh, ball gag, ball gag for your yeah, mouth, definitely, definitely. I mean, they're they're so hard to find. I've had to kind of paint my own brown and gold. <laughs> And you know those paints are toxic. Dude, you're ch- I'm worried for teeth. your health. <laughs> Front teeth of golden brown. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, for sure. If you're going to get full, if you're getting gimp outfit in club colours, I mean, I mean, oh fuck, <laughs> it just adds to your day, doesn't it? <laughs> it adds to your day and night, Adam. 
Exactly. You don't leave the ground. You might you might leave the ground unhappy because you lost, but you're not going to sleep unhappy. I mean, on top of that, red shoe. Maybe we could have a thing. You know, like uh, you know, like every now and then, like you know, kids under twelve will get in for free. Bring uh-huh. get your gimp in for free. All right. Bring you and your gimp to the game. <laughs> That's lovely. That's lovely. We need not, to get in, not... we need to encourage gimps to get involved in the great game. So they're too yeah. too often locked away in the dark in a basement somewhere. Yeah, yeah, not not off the leash. We're not we're not we're not crazy. <laughs> no, we're not advocating that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, bring your gimp along, and I think it's fantastic. What are your thoughts on Marvel Stadium? I uh, I'm not too fast. How long is it for? Is it for a few? They say it's about four four and a half mil. Four or five years. Four or five yeah, mil. Four or five years, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what's that? Seventy five Marvel superhero films in that period. <laughs> yeah. See. See. The thing is, I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that much across uh, superhero films because I'm uh, an adult, <laughs> and so it doesn't it doesn't particularly bother me. Like if so- someone's got a sponsor, it they need money for it. It really doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with there been a few in Australia. There's been what one eight hundred smiles up in uh, one of the north uh, Northern Queensland that's towns. Yeah, Cairns. That's where the North Queensland Cowboys play. I did a quick search, so let me think. Chicago White Sox. This is a couple of years old ago. Uh, years old, so they may not all be the same name now. They had guaranteed rate field, so presumably yeah, right. some kind of finance company. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans in the basketball. They had Smoothie King Center. I don't like that. Uh, there was the Louisville base basketball. They had maybe their college team. Um, uh, they had KFC Yum Center. So I think Yum owns, yeah, Yum Brands owns KFC and a bunch of companies like that. Well, should we keep it to more, like if we are going to do uh, Australian stadiums, should they be more Australian companies? Like would you have, if he had the money, would you love to go to the Kevin Bloody Wilson Oval? <laughs> yeah, well, they, have cra- they had Crazy John somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, I'm using that Crazy John Stadium somewhere. So what have we had? We've had Colonial, we've had Telstra, we've had Eddie. Are they the three? Uh, down down at the Docklands. Yeah. Yes, but then but then you think of Geelong. Like Geelong run one every fucking six months. They've had Skill. They've had uh, Simmons. Yeah. It's now uh, GB Grievous Bodley Humps yeah, Stadium. Yeah. GBH. Yeah. So they, I mean, they're fucking Geelong will just change wherever the money is. They're like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. What, no what's Carlton now? They were they changed to Icon Park, didn't they? Are they still Icon? We are Icon. Yes, we were. Obviously, Optus was the most famous one, which is now uh, Optus Stadium in Perth, yeah. and then we became MC Labor Plan Park or some bullshit like that. Rolls off the tongue. Yes. Oh no, it's it's a hallowed ground. It was a fortress when it was that. <laughs> so yeah, Marvel doesn't bother me. Like as long as there's not like superhero bullshit going on all around me when I'm at the ground, because they're saying that they want to, you know, involve children there more. Yeah, they will be, dude. Like, they say we're not going to do that, but they will. They absolutely will. And also, a five-year plan, by the end of the five years, they just bring in bit mm. by bit, and you go, oh, that's a bit weird. And then a month later, you're used to it, and then they just bring in something else. Like, yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, like, Eddie Ad is the home of Captain Carlton. I'm not really sure how he feels about it, a whole bunch of superheroes moving in as well. Well, see, it's, it's an interesting one. If Captain Carlton can't even get his hovercraft onto the ground because the surface is so poor, mm. how are any of the other superheroes going to fare on that ground? I worry for their safety, um, their long-term futures. And also, I wonder how quickly it will be before we change over and start calling it Marvel. Because obviously, we, we all just say Idiot now. I don't, very few people say Docklands. So if you ha- ABC says Docklands because they can't of use... Of course, yeah, uh, yeah. But I wonder how quickly, uh, how quickly will we change over to Marvel? I reckon it'll happen pretty quickly because it's a cool, and it's actually a cool name. I, I don't, I don't mind it, uh, and it clicks over September first. So unless oh my birthday, like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> unless it's like a North Melbourne, say, uh, who's another? Uh, unless it's like a North Melbourne GWS final, a home final for North. There's not going to be a final at Eddie Had, will there? It'll be at the G. Yeah. Also, I think the a lot of the headline writers around the nation probably rub their hands with glee because they can figure. Marvel mm. can work into a lot of fancy headlines. Yeah, that is a very good point. That's a very good point. Should we have you thought about it? Like I am currently in uh, Wayne Jackson Studios. You are, of course, at the uh, Rod Carter facilities. Rod yes. Carter Studios. Yes. Would we be open to uh, sponsorship deals? I mean, you know, we are very. Uh, I don't know. What, what would you say? We're very proud uh, people. We don't like to just you know sell our souls. <laughs> um, I I am open to sponsorship. Yeah, if we want to be brought to, I mean, we might as well put the call out to our friends of the show, mm. Red Chip, uh, if yep. they do want to throw some money our way. Fan of the product, love your work. 
I would happily broadcast from Red Tube Studios. <laughs> <laughs> there is like they don't even have to. It doesn't even. It's just a free membership. I'm happy with that. If I can get if I can get the premium stuff, yep. <laughs> instead of having to you know uh, get a VPN and go on the dark go web, through, go through the Russian back web, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd happily accept that. Yep, I reckon sure. that'd be great. Yeah, then we can. About... I mean, I think Sexpo's not far away, so maybe we could do a live junk time from Sexpo uh, from Red Tube Studios. That'd be great. You're in your Hawthorne Gimp outfit. <laughs> I think it'd be great. What about uh, Eddie Had Stadium? Do you think, would it be more appropriate if there are punch-ons, as there have been the last few weekends, at Marvel Stadium? Because Marvel, you know, superhero uh, movies are about, you know, alter- altercations and, and there fights. Are, yeah, and there is a great deal of violence in those films. Maybe cartoonish violence, but violence all the same. Yes. Uh, did you watch that footage? Uh, the one on the, the the most recent one in the, in the uh, Medallion, Medallion Club. Club. Yeah, I only saw. Yeah. I didn't watch the actual fight itself, but I saw the guy afterwards at the end calling out to them. That was that was actually quite chilling. Watching him shouting what? like that. Was he yelling out, come on? Uh, yeah, they beeped it, and it started. It seemed to start with a C, and it was a very short word that I can't quite <laughs> okay. work out. But he was a guy yelling, right, come yeah. on, yeah. And then he called, it, he called him a name, fruity name. Um, yeah. uh, uh, some of the, someone in that fight has been become, well, I mean, it's, it's really quite the honour. Uh, they've become <laughs> the very first person to ever be banned for life from Etihad Stadium. And you said it would be me. <laughs> And you are so very, very wrong. That is the third incident in two weeks at Etihad Stadium. Yep. And weren't there a bit of fun and games over at Adelaide Oval as well with Port fans? Oh, yes. There, there were a couple of weeks ago. There was a punch on. It just seems to be in the last uh, couple of weeks. It seems to be that people are so outraged that you can touch an umpire now. Yeah, yeah. It's really the they're, they're going, yeah, that, that's where it all starts from. He goes, oh, that's a $1,000 fine. He goes, no, it's a week. He goes, mate, I said $1,000. And he goes, come on, cunt. It's pretty, and then it's just on. It's pretty horrible. If there are kids around and the like, I hope there weren't too many who, who witnessed it. Um, uh, I mean, the, the worst thing I was is seeing the blue and, like, the guy in the fight. His kids there. It's like, oh, yeah. dude, what are you? What are you? Although, if you saw your dad like punching the fuck out, of I someone, mean, that'd you, be pretty cool. No, no, no. I mean, the saddest thing if it's if he lost. Oh man! Oh, you know, dad be on the receiving end of a blue. Like you, like, <laughs> you see five people just kicking him in the head. He's like, come on, dad, give me something. <laughs> yeah, you just you go, you get on the train. Don't think, at, don't. Uh, I can't look at your dad. I can't. I'm embarrassed. You get on the train at. At Southern Cross Station, you go, Dad, I'm just going to go sit up that end of the carriage because you were fucking atrocious, mate. Dad, I heard you squeal. I heard it, Dad. You're embarrassing. Um, Yeah, so anyway, he's become the first person to be banned from, uh, well, a person. I don't know if it's a man, actually. Um, It is a man. I'm tipping it it is a man. It's definitely a man. I strong feeling. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years down, once it cools down, maybe he does get a statue out the front. I'm not sure. Of him screaming that. Yeah, yeah. You push a button and you get the audio. It seems to be, and I you know, I don't want to paint them in any kind of bad light, but it's been two Collingwood games in a row. Their mm. game against St Kilda and then their game Friday night against the Western Bulldogs. They're so, clearly they're you know, clearly the problem. Yeah. And and they're winning. Imagine they start losing, they're gonna be very, very pissed off. I know, I know. You gotta wonder, what does someone have to do for you to get that angry at the footy? Well, remember a few years ago, was it Nathan Jones's dad got beaten up? I think you're right. I think after the game. Yes, it was after the game. And I uh, had done uh, stand-up on this, and this is why I remember it, is uh, the guys had taken ecstasy at the game. Oh, really? Now, you know when you're at the footy and you go, fuck this this game, you know, the the flood, uh, the zones is boring. You know what I need? You know what I need to pop a couple of? I need a couple of googs. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Just to get me through the afternoon. So when the lights come on, you're not watching the game. You're just staring at the lights, just seeing all the sparkles and, and oh, just. I wonder, do you time it for like, you know, a particular point of the game or something? Or oh, so for the theme song yeah. at the end of the game for the club song, so you just up and about. You go fucking hell, this guy's really into it. That is so weird. That is so weird. Some people have weird patterns at the footy, don't they? It's like I mean, I barely understand the people who just go and drink the whole day. Like I, I don't think I've ever done that to football ever. Well, look, before I'm... the even game started, and you see fans of the competing clubs in the bar yeah. with no intention of going out to their seat to watch a minute of the game. I find that bizarre. 
I find that very strange. But do you think that's also a symptom of the MCC? Like you haven't paid to get in, so therefore you're not as invested in the game, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I suppose I should clarify that by saying that um, they do have they're drinking the finest cognac and they've <laughs> got butlers with silver trays bringing it to them. So I suppose the treatment is very good. The service is wonderful. I mean, you know... Actually, I, like actually to... MCC people, they, they pay poor people to watch the game for them and then come back and tell them what <laughs> happened. Yeah, and just <laughs> describe it to me in your words, poor person. <laughs> oh, you're salt of the earth, aren't you, mate? <laughs> I was, I was going to argue against the fact that people who go get blind at the game, but there is a, uh, an episode of Junk Time Up that has me slightly intoxicated <laughs> after, a, after a game of football, so can't really argue against that. Um, I'll tell you what, who didn't say a word, mate? Your buddy, Mr. Don Pike. Comes out at three-quarter time. I think the Ds are about 80 points up by then, 75 points up by then. Yeah. Marches up, we're getting flogged. Marches up to his team, doesn't say a word, and just begins looking them in the eye. Looking them in the eye back and forth. Probably for a good, what, 20 seconds, half a minute, do you reckon? Yeah, I was going to even drift out to 40 seconds. It was fucking bizarre. If you haven't seen it, so Don Pike gets there. And the players are ready for a bake. They're expected. They want a bake. Mm. They're like, God, I need a bake. I need a spray here. And he went out and he just eyeballed them in silence. Gave them nothing. Donuts. Maybe he was just kind of uh, doing a bit of early training for the crow stare that he wants them to do uh, come finals time this year. Yeah. Although maybe you can't see it. Maybe he was humming the Richmond theme song. <laughs> just getting in their kitchens, and they're like, oh, stop it, Don, I don't like it. Getting in the shoebox, yeah. Uh, he talks about how he wanted to, it was along the lines, he wanted to bring them back to reality, and he wanted them to yep, yep. kind of snap into real life. And just Oh, like, many of them during the game were in, like, fantasy land. Yeah. You can tell that. Yeah. They'd taken ecstasy, many of them. <laughs> they were thinking, what Marvel character would I be when I play at Marvel Stadium? They didn't know. They were just thinking about going to Ayers Rock because they were playing at Alice Springs. They were thinking the Stanley Gorge. I wonder when that, when did the Stanley Gorge become a gorge? <laughs> and he just went in there and he just, silent show, like, you, like your mum and dad giving you donuts. And you're like, oh, no, what have we done wrong? Maybe he just ran out of things to say. He didn't know what to say. And so he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll buy myself a little tactic. I'll, um, I'll buy myself yeah. 40 seconds so I can think of what to say. Yeah, I'll give him nothing. It'll freak him out. And what do you reckon he said at the end of that? Like, he gets to the silent bit and he goes, well, that was shit. Did you like, like that? Guy, yeah? <laughs> Did you like that, guys? <laughs> wow, wow, Don, you should really be a mime. Should we you, talk? You, uh, you, you portrayed that you were really fucking angry at us without saying a word. I really felt it. Yeah. I, as a player, I thought you were trapped in a glass box. <laughs> I was... I was concerned for your safety, Don. You are very, very good. I was thinking, wow, it's really... I don't feel any wind, but Don's feeling a whole bunch of wind. <laughs> and he's walking right into it. Turn your back, walk with the wind. Why do mimes always walk into the wind? Fuck, turn around, mate. It's easier. Adam, do we have to begin to ask the question? Mm. Melbourne Demons. Oh, shit, sorry. Question without notice. I apologise for that. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm ready for it. Melbourne Demons, real and deal. I think I'm going to have to say yes. I, I believe that... Because uh, after last year, when they missed the finals, everyone, everyone said that that would go away and it would inspire them. And I didn't believe it. I just thought they would go away and probably forget about it. Because, you know, when people say, oh, you remember that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I will. And then five minutes later, you know, you're on a beach in Bali and you're like... Oh fuck! Did we, that's right. We missed the finals. But we had all the hoo ha. We had all the hoo ha about the camp too. Like Melbourne was in disarray before the beginning of the year. They'd gone and yeah. they'd gone and ratted to the AFLPA about how we yeah. oh, we don't want to go on the camp because it's too hard. Oh, yeah. someone got there. Someone got a brick dropped on their head. <laughs> Christian Salen's oh. got fucking a brain injury. Oh, <laughs> we don't feel safe. Tom <laughs> uh, Tyson did his knee. <laughs> and now. Now they're brave enough to get on planes. They're sitting pretty on third, so they're seven wins. But it's been the last couple of weeks. Well, they've won five in a row now, but um, it, it is a pretty big uh, demolition of Adelaide. I know it's not like yes. in Adelaide, so that's kind of added. That would add a bit more weight to it. It's up at the high. And they have a they have a lot of injuries as well, Adelaide. They but they they put him away. They absolutely buried him. And can I just say, it puts Carlton's loss into a little bit more uh, context, if you don't mind. Of course, yeah, of course, the big one last week, yeah. 
Um, so D's actually have the Bulldogs this week. So you figure they might be a pretty safe bet to win that one. Oh, they could be turning the corner at them, eight and three. Yeah, they're going really well. Apparently in their last five games, their percentage is 203. Okay. So that is absolute spanking central. And we should also give a big shout-out to the mighty West Coast Eagles. Bit of social media interplay. People calling us for, to recognise the West Coast Eagles. We are recognising the West Coast Eagles. They are nine in a row after losing to Sydney in the first round. And obviously they defeated a very, very strong team this weekend. Possibly the strongest team Strongest team outside the outside the eight. The eight? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so they beat the Hawks. And uh, can I just say, like, uh, probably the reason that the West Coast Eagles don't get as much love on this podcast as they deserve, if they had a footbridge, we mm. would, we'd be all in. I would, I would back them in for the premiership here and now. But I think that will be the difference. That will be their Achilles heel, I imagine. I believe so. Like, even Adelaide last year had a fully functioning footbridge and mm. they couldn't get over the line. So if you've got one that's half-built... Because, I mean, presumably... Not ready to be walked on. We're not entirely sure across the situation, but presumably uh, you have to swim across the Swan River to get to the ground. That's that's yeah. my understanding. And I can't, yeah. see, I, can't, I can't see that being good for the Eagles before finals. Like, you're, no, you're heading to the ground, you've got to swim through a very large uh, river with a lot of current, Going through it, mm. and then you've got to there's play only, four quarters of football. I can't see them. Yeah, there's I can't a, see them doing that. There's only one man who can do that, and, <laughs> and uh, he, did, he did fucking yeah. off his face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. Do you see the West Coast Eagles finishing top two? This oh season? yeah, for sure. I reckon, obviously, and also when they get to the finals, bloody hell, mm. with their fortress, with their maybe their brand new footbridge. Um, yeah. If they can, they get you know week one and week three in the finals. Bloody hell! But then they got to go through Chicago, mate. They got to go through Chicago. Well, see, so isn't that the weird thing though? Now that everyone's saying that the fortress is very much the same dimensions as the MCG, ah, so therefore okay. it's not that big a a, a game plan change. Yep, yep. When they when they come over here it's and very calm. and they're going yeah they're going with the three big tools. Everyone said after Richmond's uh, flag win last year. It'll be all about the small forwards, trap mm. it in, you know, speedy players. But they're going, Jack Darling is playing the best uh, Everyone's season in love he's with ever him right now. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone Josh Kennedy's him. flying. They're playing two Ruckman. No one plays two Ruckman anymore. They're mad. They're mad. Uh, Adam Simpson's gone crazy. And I want to say thank you to the junk timers over in WA who have been sending us photos online as well uh, of the footbridge being uh, in completion. Yeah, slow construction. Oh, we, we love... I want to know, like, the guys who are working down there, they go, these fucking blokes keep taking fucking photos. taking photos of the fucking footbridge. <laughs> are these guys from the WA government? Yeah. Fuck off, mate. It's we been 12 to today. A, a really interesting thing came out of the game was yet another umpire touch. Willie Rioli, yep. who only ended up with a $1,000 fine. Yep. He gave away the free kick. He did. He put, uh, them, put them... Was that the one he got reported for, putting the knees into Hardwick, or was that another one? I yeah, remember. I think it was that one. Okay. No, I think it was that one. And he gave away the 50, and then Razor Ray was like, mate, come on. He patted him on the ass and said, yeah, you're right. Mm. And then I think even Razor Ray was like, probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have Look. you not been watching the telly? I mean, you know when they say, I don't read the papers, I don't watch any of the news? I think they're not. He's not lying. <laughs> Comes out, he's like, gee, why isn't Tom Hawkins playing today? Is it injured or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Where, where's Ed Kerner? So, yeah, uh, yeah, no harm in it in terms of, like, you know, it's not abusive. He's saying to Razor Ray, yeah, sorry about that. I did that. Uh, and mm. then he's run by, gave him the pat. You get a grand for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in, yeah, I think in that case it's be like, sorry, Razor. Or is it a $1,000 fine? Because, like, well, you had your chance, mate. You could have really fucking taken Ray out there. <laughs> <laughs> We've been dying and for someone I, to. Can I just say, in Red Tube Stadium... That sort of stuff would be encouraged. And also, I mean, Mason Cox revealed on the beep test a few weeks ago, and there's also a photo of that he put online. Uh, he shook Razor's hand mid-game in the Anzac Day clash. Shook his hand? Literally shook his hand. You go to Mason Cox's Twitter. Uh, yeah. It's not many tweets down. Uh, he's literally shaking uh, Razor Ray's hand like in the goal square, saying, you know, kind of introducing himself to him. That's very odd. Yeah, and so that was that was... Maybe pre-Hawkins? Was that pre-Hawkins? Yes, it was. It was definitely pre-Hawkins. But yeah, that is literally Razor Ray shaking another player's hand, saying, and he said Razor Ray couldn't believe it. And uh, of course he could. So if he, well, he's the umpire who has the power to report. So I don't know. Does he report himself? 
going, I shouldn't have done it. Touch the player. I'm out of line. I I think he does. I, I think if Razor Ray is a man to who, you know, umpires to the letter of the law, he, yeah, definitely suspends himself. What about Mason Cox? He got reported on the weekend for uh, bumping Jason Johannesson head on, managed to get out of it with a fine, which is very lucky, and then goes on Twitter, has a bit of a chuckle about it. It's like, do I pay this in Australian dollars or US dollars? Hashtag asking for a friend. Well... I think the now can I just say, mate, you take this fucking tribunal process a little bit more seriously yeah, than this. Yeah, players should be banned from talking about the tribunal online or in public at all times. I think it's a... well, just mate, where we come from, we don't do that kind of shit. No, no, I'd be curious about that. Do you think the American, the NFL league, do they think? Do you think they have a rule that they can't complain about umpires and the like as well and get a fine? Because in America, they they wouldn't get a police explain. I know that much. No. They'd get some kind of variation on that. But do you think they have a rule? You're, you're more of a fan than me. A coach is allowed to tee off on the umpires? A player is uh, allowed to? That is a really good question. I think they do, but I reckon the fines are hefty. But also when you're on $22 million a year, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. $5,000 isn't really that hurt. No, no. They should take away stuff that they really care about. So take away like their you know three mink coats or something. Take away, yeah. take away, <laughs> take away the house they bought for their mama. <laughs> Go well, you shouldn't have done it, mate. She's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got no house now. Yeah, take away, put him in a Porsche, not a Lambo. Robert Walls, hurtful, a uh, friend of the show. He called. Uh, <laughs> Is he? He claimed he reckons uh, that Eagles and Melbourne are going to play the grand final. He's called it. Is that right? No Richmond at all. That's incredible, Probably. considering Melbourne haven't really beaten anyone in the top four. That is a huge call but from Wolsey. Wolsey, probably still pissed off about Richmond sacking him, you know, 20-odd years ago. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. it's coming from. He's holding a grudge, you think? Absolutely, still holding that grudge. Yeah. He's never tipped Carlton ever again. <laughs> in nearly 30 years, he's never tipped Carlton. Yeah, no, no, fair enough, why would he? He's very angry about it. He got sacked after a loss to Bris- the Brisbane Bears. He got sacked. Can, can you see... A world where Melbourne play West Coast in a grand final. Have you written Richmond off? I don't think Melbourne can play in a grand final this year. That might come back to bite me, but I just can't. Gee, it's a big jump. I know teams have done it, but when Richmond did it, they went from 13th to 1st. But gee. but they also, they'd played three years of finals previous to that. Yeah. They, were, they knew, because they knew, you know what? I don't know if you've heard this. The finals is a different ball game. <laughs> they, knew, <laughs> they knew when you go into a final... In the first quarter, and you win the toss. Kick. Oh, yeah. Kick with the eight-goal wind. <laughs> yeah, no, kick into they, it. No, they learnt that, though. They learnt, they learnt oh, not to kick a, into the eight-goal wind. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, see... It's, it's a little touches. Little that. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that is a, that's a very good point. What about the Sydney Swans? They are currently sitting fourth. Mm-hmm. Going along very nicely. Yeah. And they haven't had the big bud for a lot of that. He was back, obviously, on the weekend. No, but they true. lost. They lost playmaker Callum Mills. He did. So they probably... Do you think they went round to that Moore Park area where the comedy store is in the entertainment quarter? I believe that's where they were. Do you think that's the were. cafe where they're hanging out? So have a bit of training yeah. and then, yeah, it's just a short little walk around the corner, go off to get a little coffee, get a little treat, whatever you like. Nothing. Have you been there? Have you wandered down from Rod Carter Studios to that particular cafe? Uh, I don't. Well, there are a handful of cafes in that area, but I, obviously okay. I have been to the entertainment quarter. Um, I go and give some lectures at after at the Australian Film and... TV, yep, um, school, <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, then on the way back to the club, they were throwing around a little little American football ball, yeah. And then Callum seemed to kind of stumble on some kind of gutter or grid or something, and um, fucking broke a fucking bone in his fucking foot. Can I just say they've been very vague about how the injury actually occurred. Because it just see, it says here in the in the article, Mills is throwing a gridiron ball with teammates. Mm. And then he, he's got a, a broken foot that requires season-ending surgery. Now, I've I've thrown the gridiron ball around. I've never thought, fuck, got to watch the feet. <laughs> um, and also, one thing I'm finding very interesting, uh, Dugowie's dog has been very silent about this issue. Wow. He knows, mate. He knows. What's he up to? Keep it on the download. Oh, mate, he's on the beers because they're just stacking up at Jordan's place. (laughs) So the dog's just lapping it up. What do you do with players who who fuck up outside of, you know, playing? You you, you try and protect them as much as you can. They're just, mate, they're having a laugh. They're letting off some steam. They can't just think footy 24-7. It's throwing a good iron ball around. 
It's not uncommon. I believe, uh, was it Michael Voss trying to put a trailer on the back of a car or something like that? And he nearly lost a finger. Yeah. Um, John Brown on the bike. I suppose you can't really help that. Oh, you got hit by a car. Got hit by a and car. And wrote the, wrote the well, car he did off. more damage to the car, yeah. He smashed up the car's front windscreen. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's and, and a few it's... times. I mean, they're players like um, um, slipping over in the shower and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was Dame Rampy last year who went to jump a chain link fence and broke his arm and missed like the first 10 weeks. Oh, of course. Like Stevie J, didn't he break an ankle or jumping <laughs> jumping over yeah. a pub fence or something like that? Yeah, trying to get back into the Torquay Hotel after he'd been kicked out. So it's not uncommon, is it? <laughs> no, and I guess it probably happens a lot that you get like a smaller injury, but then, you know, like uh, Christian Petrarca broke his toe, oh, little things like that. Where... Um, Stevie J... Did attend and trying to get his phone out of his bag. Yeah, that oh, I don't know if I can still if I can believe that one. <laughs> it's not uncommon, yeah. I mean, it, it would just be so frustrating because there you are, yeah, playing a game where it's a highly likely chance that you will at some stage get injured, and then you do it in your civilian life. Yeah, can can you blame the cafe? Is that the cafe's fault? Had they uh, come quick with the latte, the smashed abo, that kind of stuff? If they had to change things around, he wouldn't have been out there throwing the ball around. Yeah. You know? well, Fair enough. We can point the finger at them. Yep. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe they have to pay his wage for a season. Sure, the cafe might go under, but, you know, it's the price you pay. Um, GWS. The Giants are gone. I'm sorry. They're fucking shit, aren't they? Uh, oh, mate. They are pretty much... They, they, it's, it's all over for them. For the first time really? since uh, 2014, they've lost four in a row. Fun little fact. Uh, they... Are now four and five with a draw, so the two yes. games two, already gap kind of building. They're two games out of the eight at this stage. Um, go, dude, what's gone wrong? Well, I mean, there are, you know a lot of numbers out and stuff like that. But dude, if they can't make if they if they don't win that flag, like, and it's like has oh, and the, the Giants have to go back to the drawing board. It's like what oh, drawing board? What a waste. Yeah, I mean, a question without notice, is their premiership window shutting? Uh, yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, remember we had Craig Coombs on the uh, show, AFL recruiter legend, uh, here on the show yes. last year after the draft, or just pre-draft, uh, yep. probably about October, November or so. And he was telling us back then, if you want to listen to less the listen to the episodes in the archives, but he was telling us back then they had to get they had to go back to the draft, and we're like, dude, they've already they've they've been at the draft for like three years in a row. And he's like, yeah, yeah. no, nah, they've got to go back and start recruiting kids because they weren't getting games into the really young kids. Well, I guess, yeah, because they were t- trying to, you know, top up. And then a lot of the under the kids that weren't getting games have since left. They've gone, well, you know, I'm a gun player. What am I doing running around in the bloody needle? Yeah, yeah. No one wants to do that. And so they're out of there. So they're currently sitting 11th, a game and a half out because they had the draw. And they are in big trouble. I think we have the answer, Adam. End of the year. Mm-hmm. Get get out your war chest. Get that yeah. get that Israel Falau back. Not you by, reckon that's where it is? Not by the fact I think it would be any good, but because he was just like mm. right fucking fucked up shit on Instagram and the like. Everyone will be talking oh, no. everyone talking to him, they'll forget about the footy club. <laughs> yeah, no, he brings focus to the uh, to the club. <laughs> For all the right they reasons. have got they have got the ultimate eight point game this week. They play on uh, Sunday afternoon at Adelaide Oval. They play the Crows. They do play Adelaide. And I believe, I don't think Don Pike would have given him the silent treatment uh, this week. Do you think, is Giants coach Leon Cameron, does he get the arse if they don't make the finals this season? Well, people have to wonder, given that what he had, how, yeah, how, can, you fuck, how can you fuck that up? Yeah. Yeah. You or I would be on our uh, probably third premiership by now, I would have thought, a dual coaching role. Dude, I would have I left at half time most games to beat the mm. traffic. Back uh, yeah. to get away from Homebush. Um, yeah. Because I would just be like, yep, just kick it around, win. That'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, but I don't know. Was their year Was their year 2016 or 2017? Like, maybe were they, I mean, were they only lost by about, what, two goals roughly in that prelim to against the, doggies, the Dogs? Yeah. And then they pretty much yep. got pretty convinced, convincingly beaten in the um, final against Richmond last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was 2016 their year. I think it was. I think they peaked, and I think all the Giants fans. I mean, you look at the you look at the crowd now. It's down to like seven, eight thousand. Mm. Those other eighty thousand people who were going to those games, they've given up on them. Yeah, no, the uh, talking to the um, 
uh, person who runs the uh, switchboard at the Giants, and they say oh, yeah. fans are turning on them. They said they have had over the last year they've had one angry call, and so really? it's, yeah, it's pretty full on out there, pretty full on. Because you don't realise how much it hurts a team, but when you get that call, and they're like, "Oh, is this Domino's?" and you're like, "No, <laughs> uh, uh, no, mate." You go, "Who's this?" You go, "It's the Giants." He goes, "Oh, you guys are fucked." <laughs> Click and they're like, oh, that Where's hurts. my pizza? We've got to, yeah, we've got to pass it on. We've got to tell Leon Cameron about this. We've got to tell Dave Matthews. These people need to know. A new book revelation, Adam, from Jordan Ruffhead. Um, mm. Discussion about, uh, is what's it called again? Off the Boots? Uh, a story about uh, Jewish uh, people in Australian Jewish football. And oh, yes, the book is called People of the Boot, The Triumphs and Tragedy of Australian Jews in Sport. There we go. Uh, so Jordan yeah. Ruffhead, he uh, told the story about how he had the possibility of losing sight in one eye when he played in the grand final in 2016. So he copped that ball in the eye in the prelim, if I remember correctly. They and he did some, miss the, ba- the back part of that game. There was some bleeding and the like, and they had to sit him down before the grand final and say, hey, you know, you are taking a chance there that if you get another knock, that it may actually permanently damage your vision, which very bravely got through the game. Uh, Mm. Didn't see any of it. But the question (laughs) I want to ask you, Adam, would you have played? Play in an AFL grand final. I mean, he, he says here that he told everyone that he would play irrespective of the risk. So he didn't care. But I'll tell you what, if you if you lose that game mm. and you're old Patchy McPatchton mm. and people are like, how'd you lose your eye? You go, at, uh, it bled during the game. They're like, oh, did you get hit? You go, no, no, the uh, week before I got hit. Oh, right. So did you did you know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he would have had to have got another knock for it to have flared up again. But at the same time, I was thinking, like, yeah, lose the game. And also, what if it happened in, like, the first 30 seconds? Yeah. And so you were like, you lose, and also you're out for the whole game. Or well, what if it's like, you know, the, the errant bounce at the start of the game. It goes uh, yeah, up, yeah, you yeah. miss it, hits you, <laughs> bonk, in the eye, you're blinded. You're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to tell anyone about this. But you you can't tell depth. Or even or even more embarrassingly, if uh, a player comes by and gives you a dodgy high five and misses and gets you in the eye, like, ah, yeah. oh, that's the most embarrassing way to go. Yeah, so now you've got no depth perception. So you're running at the lead. You think the guy's 50 metres away. You're hitting your mate. You're smothering the ball because you can't tell depth. I mean, there would have to be players out there, whether in professional league in the past or in you know, local leagues and the like, who are playing with one eye, surely. Yeah, you'd want to stick to, like, uh, on your, say, your right eye was bung, because that's the official term, bung. You'd want to keep your right side of the, your, your body on that, uh, boundary line, so no one could blindside you because you'd lose your peripheral vision. I suppose so, yeah. Just people put people in the goal square. Just kind of turn to one side. Yeah, well, have the have the goal umpire, you know, sort of beside you because otherwise you, you can't you can't switch. You don't know anyone's out there. Can't sh- or your mates are waving to you. you. Can't shimmy or shake and bake. You can't. I mean, <laughs> probably selling candies probably be tricky because you can't see the other side. But also, I suppose it's probably not really. They probably don't want people knowing out there that you've got one eye by the fact that be like, oh, I copped you high again, mate. Sorry about that. Well, yeah, there's so much you wouldn't be able to do. Like, basically, his career would have been over, uh, you know, ha- had he copped the knock. And if you don't win the grand final, people will be like, really, you, you gave that up for, for footy, did you? Yeah, He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was willing to give it a crack. Hey, we'll wrap up in a little bit, Ant, but uh, Danger put out an article during the week. Well, there's been a lot of talk that uh, the Adelaide Crows, uh, there's, been, there's been people saying that they've been lying about... Uh, you know, the players that are injured, they're saying, oh, it's just a slight, it's hamstring awareness, mm. and then people will miss four or five weeks. You know, it's, it's just a little bit of a, a corky, and then it turns into, you know, someone's had their leg amputated. Little things like that that the Crows are lying to us about. And Danger has come out and defended the fact that, as to why clubs might lie, mm-hmm. you know, and what reasons they might uh, do this for. But he's kind of gone both sides of the argument in his article. So he says... Um, if not revealing the injury increases your team's chances of winning by 2% or 5%. So it gives you a couple of options, which is great. <laughs> which is a really nice thing. He says, are you happy with that as a supporter? So, Michael, if it's 2 or 5% chance of winning... Well, which is it, Danger? Which fucking is it? If it's 2%, I don't yeah. give a fuck about that. But 5%, yeah. I'll take that every day. It's on board. He says, for example, if Joel Selwood has a hamstring complaint and isn't going to play, 
We want to wait until the very last second to reveal that because our opposition is planning on coming up against one of the best players in the competition. We want them wasting their time preparing for Joel while we're obviously already organized, Uh which gives us a competitive advantage before the ball is even bounced. Now, can I put it to you? Teams are named on Thursday nights at about 6.20. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. How much extra prep did they do on Joel Selwood in this current day and age? He's been playing since 2007. Is there anything that they don't know already about Joel Selwood? And they just go, oh, no. All their planning has just been thrown into disarray. He's came from nowhere. We've already played him twice this year. <laughs> We know exactly what Joel Selwood's going to do. Oh, he's no. He's going to go near the, the ball. He's going he's to drop the knees. We're going to try and draw a high tackle. How can we plan for that? So I, I, don't, I don't know how much. Like, okay, they go, Joel Selwood's in. And then they go, Selwood's out. They're like, all right, well, uh, take, you want to take his magnet off the board? Okay. Yeah, I do get I the uh, I do get the one where he talked about say if a player's got bad ribs, and I think he gave an example of a player who had bad ribs, and they said we just don't tell that because we're essentially putting a marker on him. Um, there are even yes. things back in the day. I believe it was Charlie Sutton in the fifty-four grand final. He had a bad mm-hmm. thigh, maybe a corky on the thigh or something like that, and he strapped the wrong leg. Yes, and who was it who did that last year? Lin Jong. There no, Lin Jong did it in two thousand sixteen in the four. VFL Grand yeah, Final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do understand tactics like that, but when it's this kind of a hamstring where I don't know, he can't really run. It's like, yeah. Well, we get it. Well, but then the flip side of it, he says, uh, like uh, Joe Danaher. Everyone was saying, you know, criticizing Joe Danaher for poor form, getting stuck into him, saying he's no good. And then it is revealed that he's carrying a groin injury. Mm. And he says, well, should we have let people know so you weren't picking on, you know, Joe Danaher? And it's like, well, which is it, mate? Yeah, 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 gotcha. You can't have bloody both. We either get stuck into Joe or Joel or whoever it is you want it to be, Shane Kirsten with his broken fucking ribs. Don't tell us how to tweet, don't you? Okay? (laughs) Freedom of speech, mate. Freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah. If I want to call someone a weak fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's my right, okay? Yeah, exactly. Even if I know that they've got a hamstring injury. If I, if I want to hurl a few insults across the bar at Etihad Stadium, even though that may yeah. result in me being pounded, pounded <laughs> onto the ground, that's hey, my that up to you. that's my right as a paying customer. Exactly. So fuck you, Danger. You <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, just give me a second. I'm just about to tweet something <laughs> at P Dangerfield. Yep, junk timers pile on. <laughs> Uh, it's very funny online, tw- uh, Danger. Hey, should we do... We've got a bunch of footballers in real life, Adam. Should we do them? Let's make it happen. Okay, they've got a handful, so uh, I hope my reading's okay. From Michael. Uh, just ran into James Hurd at a Turak Woolworths. Uh, Turak is a wealthy suburb in Melbourne, if you don't know that. Uh, just missed what he was buying at the self-service, but pretty sure it was an early morning supplement run. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Surprised to see him hop into a red Corolla. Thought he would have been driving Mercedes. Chocolate business may not be as lucrative as it appears. Uh, I wonder. So that was on Tuesday. So that would have been after the car had been pinched by that. Yeah. Whoever that person was. I'm going to say that it was a courtesy car. Uh, from Sean. Footballer in real life for you. In February, I was at the Plantation Hotel in Coffs Harbour. Having a froth uh, mm. while on a work trip. And a bunch of old mates took over the whole table next to me, having a punt and a beer. Stevie J, Dean Cox, Reece Shaw, Ty Keneally, and the great Jeremy Laidler. Uh, it turns out the st- <laughs> Jeremy Laidler? Well, it says in brackets, he probably shouldn't have been on my table. Uh, <laughs> uh, he probably should have been on my table, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, it turns out the Swans were in town for a preseason, and this was the assistant coaches. They don't make it... They didn't make it to the hump day party at the nearby Coffs Hotel... But a good sighting anyway. They missed that Jeremy Laidler as an assistant coach. That is interesting. I mean, he's a he's a Carlton, Geelong, and Sydney champion. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But I'm very surprised he's uh, he's been given a job after football. Got one. Here. Must have a good football brain. Is what I'm getting at. I got one here from Harry. Harry. Uh, let me see. Uh, Got Brennan Goddard, we've done this one. Brennan Goddard. Oh, no, I can't read that one. I'm not sure you can read this one out. <laughs> I can't read that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe so. Uh, 
Uh, I actually, I actually met Harry on uh, Saturday night uh, at the Basement Comedy Club in uh, Melbourne, and uh, lovely man. Thank you for thanks for the chat, and thanks for coming to my uh, comedy festival show as well, Harry. We, we have this that. one here. We can read this one. Uh, a couple yep. of years back, I was at Hawthorne Fremantle game in Launceston. Launceston, sorry. We uh, enjoyed a nice weekend, highlighted by Chris Main getting a concussion. Okay, on the way back to Melbourne <laughs> that night, both the full Hawthorne and Fremantle teams are at the airport boarding the same flight. Saw Ross Lyon put away four James Squires. Uh, Paul Poopolo oh, took a bite of a hot dog before throwing it down passive-aggressively and calmly saying to Sicily, taste a little shit. But the highlight came in the form of all-time premiership great for Hawthorne, the kicking the boy, the kick, oh, the kicking boy of the century, the one and only Brent Guerra. He was a favourite of mine and uh, so much so that for his 21st I had created and printed the only positive Brent Guerra mercy ever made, a banner that read, Terror, the Fear the Terror of Guerra. <laughs> uh, when we unveiled that banner previously, the only people who took note were the admin staff after the game that just pointed, laughed, and took photos. Uh, anyway, at the airport, after seeing him around the corner, I ran up to him with my laptop displaying the original Photoshop document for the sign and asked him to pose for the photo. He was overwhelmed and obliged, as he told me it was the first time he'd be asked for a photo after playing for Hawthorne. There we go, and we got a spot, a shot here, Harry with the sign, Fear the Terror of Guerra, and then we got Go, uh, we got Rossi Lyon chucking down the beers, another picture of Pop, <laughs> Pop eating the hot dog, and then Harry with yeah. uh, with the great man. And a few of those photos are taken from quite a distance. <laughs> um, I, I can't believe that uh, no one's asked Brent Guerra for a photo in the TAB. Well, <laughs> uh, so have I read this one before? I don't think I have, from Nicholas. Last year in September, I was out with the family for lunch in a restaurant overlooking the Swan River in Perth. In brackets, I'm doing very well for myself. Yeah. It was a picturesque day, and I was having a lovely meal outside when I realized that two tables across sat the one and only Australian broadcast legend, Dennis Committee. He oh. was enjoying lunch with his wife and clearly enjoying his retirement. To be able to hear him order his meal with that familiar dulcet voice was an utter delight. I don't recall what he ordered for lunch, but he and his wife did order a coffee afterwards. Coincidentally, we just left before he did. Uh, so naturally, I did what anyone would do and sat in my car to watch him exit the restaurant, get into his Mercedes <laughs> and leave. That's a nice one. I like that. Uh, we got this one here. I look forward to the first junk time listener getting arrested. Yeah, yeah, for uh, stalking, yeah. I mean, for stalking, I mean, yeah. Pretty good info. I mean, we should start like a, a, a PR, P, was it? Private eye? TMZ. Well, yeah, it's oh. TMZ, but like even like a private investigator, but just, just yeah, the junk timers out there. Uh, yeah. From Gabe, I thought I'd tell you the fellow junk timers about my most recent football and real life situation. The day before the round two grand final rematch at uh, Adelaide Oval Adelaide back in Oval. March, I was wasting time in Rundlemore at our store during my lunch break trying on some fancy wanker sneakers I definitely couldn't afford. I could overhear two very tired blokes down the other end of the shop having a very draining conversation about late stage pregnancy, looking after young babies, etc. I didn't pay too much attention. Well, because, well, I'm a millennial dickhead here trying to waste some money on bullshit, not listening to some real-life dad <laughs> stuff. However, as I did the walk over to the mirror to see how the shoes look thing, I noticed one of the tired old guys was actually Eddie Betts, and he was just leaving the shop. I told him to smash those Richmond dogs this time. He gave me the trademark Eddie Betts smile and thumbs up. So, of course, I ended up wasting $280 on shoes. <laughs> Good stuff. So, He's doing, someone's doing well. So that would have been maybe a couple weeks just before Eddie had to watch the I birth. believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Watched it on the phone, on the iPad. Yeah, uh, when he had the twins. Were they twins, were they? Was it not? I think, I thought it was. Uh, we'll find out. Sorry, I, I've lost an eye. I see everything is double. <laughs> uh, from Ryan, um, at the recent Brisbane versus Bulldogs game at the Dome, uh, I was lucky. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's going way back. Mark, yeah, back Marvel, back. please. Yeah. Back. I was lucky enough to get free tickets into the Medallion Club on the win. Watch it, Ryan! Don't go in there. <laughs> Careful. It's fair to say I'm doing very well. At halftime, we were having a quiet beer in our seats, preparing for our inevitable valiant defeat. Uh, we noticed oblivious cam on the big screen. It's the cameraman zooming in on a punter who has no idea they're on screen while they look oh around, yeah. pick their nose, itch their ass, etc. While a timer on screen counts for how long oblivious George has been on screen. That was fun, but the best part was a bearded, 
in brackets, possibly hipster, possibly a homeless man doing very well for himself, bloke who lost his shit when a little kid put his head into shot and waved, alerting, <laughs> ob- alerting oblivious George to the aforementioned camera. My mate. The man yelled, No, you bloody ruined it, you little prick. <laughs> she was going for the record, for fuck's sake. That is so awesome. Blake beside us, also a Bulldog supporter, asked him to settle down with the language, to which the beardo replied, Mate, a kid fucked Oblivious Cam. It was <laughs> it was a good one this week, too. Fuck off. <laughs> Mate, that, that's the kind of passion you want for Oblivious Cam. So, yeah, Oblivious Cam is taken very seriously at the Bulldogs, I hope. So it should be. That's so awesome. That is so awesome, Oblivious that Cam. That is great. It's, it, the concept of Oblivious Cam is pretty funny just by the fact it's like, oh, we're going to put on a camera on someone who does nothing for, like, 20 seconds. And the crowd really get into it. Ah, oh, dude. That's yeah. all of them. Adam, will you wrap it up? That was great. Thank you for everyone who sends them in. We do love them and uh, keep them coming. And, of course, don't forget to tell your friends about the Junk Time AFL podcast. If you've got any friends who are mad footy heads who don't know about us, let them know. Or even the Red Tube AFL podcast. You know, who knows? Yes. Who knows how it happens? Well, yeah, yeah Junk Time AFL pod at Gmail, on Facebook, on Twitter. We are going to hit the road. Yeah, we are. Go Hawks. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Go Blues. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.